Welcome to the Essay for FA's Retirement Advisor podcast, a series that addresses issues of importance to financial advisors when dealing with the preeminent issue on their clients' minds, namely their desire for financial independence. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and this morning's topic is a new proposal by two law school professors aimed at fixing America's retirement crisis. An article in The Atlantic by Ganesh Sitaraman, a professor at Vanderbilt Law School, and Anne Alstott, a Yale Law School professor, proposes an intriguing fix to America's retirement crisis. The authors justify their use of the term crisis by arguing, persuasively I think, that when tens of millions of Americans all have the same problem of setting aside too little money for retirement, it's not a failure of individual initiative, it's a sign of a structural problem. That was a quote. Sitarman and Alstead borrow the term public option used in the healthcare debates. That's also the name of their new book, which proposes a public, meaning governmental, solution that, get this, would not cost taxpayers, would not cost employers, and would not displace private sector competitors. Curious yet? It's simple to summarize, but first, here's what the authors are trying to fix. They say that social security is helpful, but inadequate, since the average new retiree collects about $18,000 a year, which is just half the 60% of pre-retirement income which some financial planners target as a means of maintaining one's standard of living in retirement. Actually, some financial planners suggest 70% of pre-retirement income, implying a much bigger shortfall given a median household income of close to $60,000. A second problem is that a majority of Americans don't receive a workplace pension, and the lucky minority have 401ks or the like, which the authors view as unreliable, since workers themselves must manage them and since their performance is dependent on the whims of the stock market. The authors also note that high fees or commissions often reduce the value of workers' benefits. The final problem they note is that these 401ks and investment accounts do not address the problem of people outliving their savings. Sitaraman and Alstott's solution is to offer a public option parallel to Social Security in which 3-5% to 5% of one's income could be withdrawn from every paycheck. The monies could follow the worker through job changes throughout one's working life, would be deposited in a federal retirement account akin to the TSP, the Superb Government Workers Retirement Plan, which offers a few very low-fee index fund choices. Upon retirement, the funds would be converted into a life annuity that would pay benefits as long as the retiree lived. What I find clever about this plan is that it removes barriers to implementation. If folks prefer existing private alternatives, they needn't enroll. Employers, meanwhile, don't foot the bill and thus have no reason to object. Finally, the government bears some administrative costs but would use fund managers whose low fees would defray those costs. Indeed, the authors add that if Congress is feeling generous, it could scare up funds to match worker contributions, but that is not a requirement of their public option initiative. The authors are essentially offering a way to institutionally nudge people to put more away for their retirement instead of leaving the matter to hectoring personal finance journalists. I, for one, do not anticipate a shortage of future hectoring opportunities were such an initiative to be adopted and see nothing not to like here. If people have an extra opportunity to get a good deal from the government, they might take it and save more. The authors are politically astute in designing their scheme so as to avoid natural opponents. But given the severity of the shortfalls in retirement savings, I'd suggest that the government indeed do more to incentivize saving, including those suggested matching contributions. Today's large deficit leaves little room for generosity, but it's something we could aspire to. 
Sitarman and Alstad are right. The retirement crisis is already here and will only get bigger. The political system has become more rigid and resistant to change. A new layer of support for retirement security with low political and financial costs makes for an excellent start towards solving this festering problem. As we conclude this podcast, I want to mention the launch of another one, Seeking Alpha's new Let's Talk ETFs podcast, hosted by my colleague and friend, Jonathan Liss. The podcast explores ways ETFs can help investors reach their financial goals. I encourage you to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast useful, please leave a review on Apple or Google Podcasts so that others can discover this series. Meanwhile, you can contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests, and make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts.